Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. My dad is the founding pastor of this ministry along with mom. He's the senior pastor. Pastor Jen and I lead the, the English service, but these are dad's pastors. So Pastor Coy and Pastor D, welcome. Love you guys. Love you so much. Come on, let's make some noise for the Lord. Come here, baby. You can be seated. I want Dr. D to say hi to you. And remember, we have limited time. Well, give it to me then. <laughs> we are so excited to be here. And I had said that I wasn't going to cry. But I just want to tell somebody that what you are going through, God is more than enough. The God on the inside of you is more than enough. And I don't care what man says to you. I don't care what people say to you. I don't care what family says to you. You are more than enough because God resides in you. And the story you may be going through right now, it's not the final chapter. Oh, I feel this so strong in my spirit. What you are going through right now, it is not your final chapter. God is not through with you. He's just beginning your story. So be bold enough. Have faith. Be strong enough. Turn that page. Turn that page and don't allow man to keep you hung up in yesterday. God has a future for you. He's thinking good thoughts towards you. And his desire, his heart, is to bless you, to do you good. Amen. But we love you. We are so excited about what God is going to do this weekend. There's no telling. When we close out Sunday morning, there's no telling what's going to have happened between now and then. Amen. I have to watch her. She's got preach on her. Turn a woman loose with a microphone in this atmosphere is dangerous. Amen. We love you guys so much. I was telling Apostle Fabian today, we get so excited when it's time to come home to the desert. We start counting it down, counting it down. We start telling people, pray for us. We're going to the desert. We're going to be in the best place that you could be with the best families that you could ever meet. This is the place. You know, I was sitting there a few minutes ago. This don't have anything to do with my sermon, so take it off my account. And, uh, but the Lord said to, to me, sending right here a while ago, worshiping, he said, this place has become an authorized dealership of hope and faith to a broken world. There's people that are watching you, looking at you, and this place. And let me tell you, when you've got hope and faith, miracles follow. 
You don't have to stress out about miracles. Miracles follow hope and faith. Faith is the conduit that connects us from heaven to earth. And there is an atmosphere in this room that is charged with faith. And I've said to so many people about Apostle Fabian and for many years Pastor Barbara, they are fearless leaders. They lead and go where angels fear to trot. He was talking to us. He picked us up in the airport in Texas and brought us over. And we, we got so excited talking to him. You all know how that is because he's going to preach the word if he's got one guy or a thousand. And he preached to us all the way back to the hotel. And when we got out, went up, checked in, got in the room, D and I set up and preached to each other until midnight. We got to chewing, and Pastor Jonathan, you know what it is. You're around him, you and Pastor Matt all the time, but I'm telling you there's something happens when he starts talking about where he's going. Folks, you're blessed. The Senna family are great people. I think about the whole Senna family. They are awesome people, and I want you to put your hands together one more time. Just tell them how much you love them. Will you do that? Make some noise in this house. They are great people. We have the privilege, Dee and I do, of traveling into many churches, but we love this house. And God has something very special. He's about to turn your disadvantage into an advantage. God is about to take what the devil meant for evil. Did y'all hear yourself singing that? I said, God's about to take what the devil meant for evil, and he's going to turn it for your good. Hell is about to find out they took their best shot, but we're still standing. Your best days are coming. Now, I said to me all day today, I said, now, Coy, you're supposed to teach tonight. Don't just preach. Teach those people tonight. Because I believe with all of my heart that we have an assignment under the Senna family to do a supernatural work in these few minutes with you that I believe God's going to give an impartation that's going to change 2021. 2021 will not be like 2020. That should make somebody happy right there. God has positioned you and is positioning you for the greatest year of your faith. I believe that God's going to use everything you went through in 2020 to get you in position for an overflow blessing in 2021. This is a unique time. This is a God moment. This is a moment where God has arranged you to step into what you were called to do. You have a design. God designed you. And I want to talk a little bit about fulfilling your dominion mandate. How many knows you have an assignment from God? 
I said, how many know you really have an assignment from God? God's going to prosper you. God's going to bless you. God's going to do uncommon things in your life because you have an uncommon assignment. If he wanted you to be average, he'd have sent you down to the first church of the deep freeze where Dr. Fahrenheit is the pastor. And they skate down the aisles on ice every week, knock icicles from the chandelier. But instead, he brought you to a red-hot Bible-teaching, Bible-believing place where your life can be changed. God's best he has kept for the last. Your latter shall be better. Haggai 2.9. Your latter shall be better. Your latter shall be better. Just look at somebody and say, your best days are just ahead of you. Just ahead of you. So, listen to the Word of God. Now, I better get into the Word. Genesis 1, where God created man, designed, created, placed on the earth. Now, when God designed, created man, placed him on the earth, he placed him in a garden of plenty, a garden of abundance, the Garden of Eden. It is a, a place where God said, if you just follow my instructions, you can live in a place of abundance. Now, folks, I want to tell you something. It's not God's will to be po. P-O. We can't afford the O-R, so we just say po. God's will is to bless you with creativity to flow out of your life so you can become what God called you to do. I have a dear friend, works for a life insurance company. They got a new boss, and the new boss said to him, uh, called him by name, said, you know, we're going to have to cut you back. You're making too much money. Well, he's only making six digits. He could be making seven. Hello? Y'all act like y'all don't know what seven digits is. Come to me after church. I'll explain it. But the thing that when he called me and told me that, I said, the Holy Ghost just told me in the next two months, you'll make more money than you made in a year. And he said, now, uh, he calls me Pops. He said, now, Pops, that's a big statement. I made good money last year. I said, hear what I'm saying. The God that created you, designed you, assigned you, is about to show off. He called me, and he said, it was about maybe two weeks later, and he said, somebody just walked in here and said, I want that piece of property you've got. He said, well, it's not for sale. They said, well, whatever you paid for it, we'll give you three times. He said, it's for sale. <laughs> it's for sale. A for sale sign just went up on it. He said, right there in a matter of moment, I made hundreds of thousands of dollars. Because God is a keeper of his word. How many years ready for God to show off with you this year? I mean, go above and beyond what you can think. 
I told somebody today, God's about to make them wealthy. Hello? You say, well, what's that got to do with it? The gospel. The preaching of the gospel is why God blesses people. If you don't think it's expensive, a buddy of mine just bought a ticket, fly over and do a meeting in Nigeria. He paid over $10,000 for his ticket. I said, mm-hmm. I feel like staying in Hobbs. <laughs> but God is going to give people financial resources that's going to cause people to ask you how did it happen. Because he created man, set him in a perfect environment, and said, now, man, you have control. Look at verse 26. And God said, somebody say God said. And God said, let us make man in our image. In our image. That means like us. After our likeness, and let them have dominion. Notice he didn't say let Adam have dominion. He said them. That meant Eve too. Hello, ladies. Y'all should amen real loud right there. And let them have dominion. Look at verse 28. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion. Look at your neighbor, confess the word, I have dominion. Say it again. You didn't have any authority in that. Just say it with I have dominion. I have dominion. COVID don't have dominion. I have dominion. Hello, church. We got to come back to that place where we say, God, we're going to live as a believer. I thought it was so awesome that God called this weekend through our leaders, believe. Believe, that seems simple. But folks, people have left the simple, got caught up in religion, and God's calling us back to simple believe, faith, trust, confidence. I've seen God do so many awesome things as some people gave up the ship right in the middle of a storm. God's best is about to happen for true believers who will not compromise. I don't change my message to fit the circumstances. I preach prosperity whether I'm wealthy or struggling. I'm going to preach healing whether I'm sick or well. I'm going to preach deliverance whether I'm fighting with devils or I'm walking in total victory because I don't change my Bible belief to fit circumstances. Now, I've pastored for five decades. I've got a right to stand there with a microphone and tell you the devil's in trouble because God is raising up People of faith who understand that when he speaks it, he will cause it to happen. Now, three things, and I'm going to let you go tonight. 
number one that I want you to get written down if you're going to live a life of dominion, you have to understand where you came from. It's a must. Now, I'm not talking about where you come from, your mom and dad. They came from Mexico, great. They came from England, great. They came from the Apache Reservation. That's where I came from. But it does, I'm not talking about your natural, where you came from. I'm talking about you've got to refocus on where you really came from as a believer. God took his hands, picked you up out of the mud, and created a living being. And he never created you to just barely get by. He said, I'm making you in my image after my likeness so that you're blessed in everything you do. I believe if you listen to the Word, obey the Word, hear the instructions of your leaders, you shall prosper. Now, I know in some churches I'm not supposed to use that word, but I'm at the right house. You shall prosper. Somebody say, I'm going to prosper in 2021. Say it again. I shall prosper. Joshua 1.8. Joshua 1.8 says I'm going to meditate on the Word. I'm going to focus on the Word day and night, and I shall prosper. I said to Apostle Fabian just before we come out to the service tonight, I said of all people, all people in the world, I should be the most unlikely with a microphone in my hand telling people about the goodness of God. I was born and raised below the tracks. Poor folks called us poor. But something happened when I realized God designed me for more than enough. God assigned me to have His likeness his nature, His ability to do what I'm called to do. So I want you to say right now, I have God's DNA. God's DNA. See, sometime in the midst of our troubles, in the midst of 2021, we forget we have God's DNA. And whatever's going on around you has no power over the God DNA. God is able to keep you in the midst of your situation because your roots go back to Adam. See, I know and I tease people all the time that, you know, most of the time I'm Cherokee, but occasionally I'm Apache. If you touch her, I'm Apache. Or you touch my friends. I'm Apache. That means that another blood takes over. And you wish you had not stirred up that blood because you don't win with that blood. But God said for me to always remember that there's royal blood flowing through my veins. I've told you all this story before because I've been here a hundred times. But I never will forget when I was getting a life insurance policy. And they said, we need to come and get blood when you're under pressure. I said, I'm not under pressure. 
Well, sometime, surely you have pressure. I said, I'm a pastor. I don't have no pressure. <laughs> so he said, we're going to come out to your office right in the middle of your pressure point. We're going to take your blood to find out something about your life before we write this insurance policy. And it was one that the bank, because I'd borrowed the money to build that church in Stone Mountain, so the bank said, they call it keynote or key man or something, and they said, you got to have this. To, so if something happens to you, I said, nothing going to happen to me except I'm going to get more blessed. They said, well, you have to have it. Long story short, they sent Ariane out there, and she was about to take my blood. She already had the thing and the veins popped out, and she was fixing to poke it. I said, just a minute before you poke that. Do you know who my father is? Well, no. I said, you might want to think about it for you. And I said, do you know that's royal blood? Her eyes got like this. She said, I wish you hadn't told me that. My boss didn't tell me that. My God, I, I said, just take the blood. <laughs> she took the blood. Everything was fine. She said, now tell me who your daddy is. I said, Jehovah God, and that's royal blood, so take real good care of it. Because God said, remember where you came from. Don't forget when the pressure's on and nasty people are being nasty and people are saying stupid stuff, don't get involved in that stuff. Just say, I know who I am. Because I know that he redeemed me, and I'm connected to the Redeemer. Amen? So it's important that you understand that. I read Philippians 4.13 today, just feeding me, and this is what it says in the King James. I can do all things through Christ. Christ means the anointed one and his anointing. Somebody say, I can do all things. Through the anointed one and his anointing. Now, I'm, I'm, I like the Amplified, so let me, let me give you that because my Bible is parallel, so it has King James and Amplified. Amplified says this, I have strength for all things in Christ, the anointed one and his anointing. Let me one second, just look at me. It's important that you realize that the anointing that was on Jesus that raised him from the grave is the anointing on us right now. I'm going to say it again. The anointing that caused him to heal the blind, raise the dead, walk on water, not but one anointing, it's his anointing, and he gives it to us by the Spirit. So he said, I can do all things. I am ready to do all things by the anointing. Who empowers me, I am ready for anything. Somebody say, I'm ready for anything. I'm equal to anything. Say, I'm equal to anything. Through Jesus, who infuses 
inner strength in me. I am self-sufficient in Christ, the anointed one, and his anointing makes me sufficient. Are you listening to me? So the next time you're feeling weak or beat up or beat down or maybe you got a bad letter in the mail or a bad phone call come through, just say, Philippians 4.13 says, I have the anointed Spirit of God that Christ Jesus had. It don't matter if you're 12 or you're 99. The anointing is on your life. Somebody say, I am anointed. Quit living out of your old identity. There's always somebody that's going to remind you of who you used to be. But that's not who you are. You are a believer who is anointed to live a life of victory. I want somebody to leave here tonight knowing the devil's in trouble. Everybody that's causing me trouble doesn't have power to stop me because I have the anointing. I have the anointing. I have the anointing. Ooh, I feel like running. I could behave. So you were created in the image of God to be the exception wherever you go. You're anointed to be the best at what you do. Somebody in here, God's about to promote you above and beyond your resume. Your resume said, this is as high as you can go. Well, you're not part of that system. You're part of the kingdom of God. You're part of the church of Jesus Christ. You are a believer. So God's going to give you a promotion beyond what everybody else thinks should happen. Somebody say, I'm ready for that. Now, God changed Abram's name to Abraham so that he would get connected back not to his old self, but to the new self. So every time when somebody said, who are you? And he said, Abraham, he was actually saying, I'm the father of many nations, even though I'm a hundred. He was too old to cut the mustard. But God said, and his wife was 90. She was beyond childbearing. You don't have to be a doctor in medical science. No, there was no way in the natural except their roots went back to a covenant from God. Somebody sitting here right now that the devil's tried to mess with you. I just come with a little gospel good news tonight to tell you you're connected to the right place at the right time in the kingdom of God and you're going to amaze people who said it could never, ever happen. I remember years ago I'd stand up, and I owed $662,000. And I'd stand up in the pulpit and say, D and I are debt-free. By faith. 
And I would stand up the next Sunday and say, D and I are debt free by faith. And after about three months, four months, five months, something began to happen inside me. I began to see the shackles of debt were going to supernaturally fall off. Now, that didn't mean that God's going to start printing counterfeit money. That just meant God was going to open a door to cause D&I to see it, possess it, and be blessed. And so, y'all know Georgia went to hell in a handbasket this year. Well, I guess I'm not supposed to deal with that kind of stuff. Well, I already said it. And it's streaming. God bless you. But they did. They lied. Anyway. But. I'm sorry. But here's what I learned. God is still God in the midst of a, a reverse situation. He still knows how to testify. So got to be careful I guess forgot we're streaming well I don't care I don't care what you gonna do to me I'm 74 what you gonna do you can't you can't contain somebody like me I'm not trying to make nobody happy I'm not trying to convince anybody I'm a teacher I'm just telling you God's about to shock some folks I said God's about to shock some folks a gentleman who came to Mighty D's church, we pastored Stone Mountain. He was the CEO of DeKalb County and was over $696,000 of his budget every year. And so he got to liking D and I and became a regular attender connected to us. And then after we moved out, toward Athens, started the other church. We hadn't seen him in a little while, then we connected back with him. But he called D&I one time while we are still in Stone Mountain. And he said, can I go to lunch with you all today? Well, how do you tell a politician like Jonathan no? So I said, sure, we'd love to go to lunch with you. He said, I'll pay. I said, oh, yeah, we're going then. So we went to lunch with him, and we were sitting there. Listen to this. We're sitting there. I've been making a confession that God's going to get us out of debt, over $600,000. He said, I want that five acres that you and D got. I said, it's not for sale. He said, no. It is for sale. I said, do you see a for sale sign on it? No. But God told me to come meet with you. I said, hmm. So he said, uh, <laughs> Fabian, I gave 12,000 acres, five acres. He said, uh, 
Well, that was long. That's when my hair was black. And so, and so, he said, I tell you what I'm going to do. He gave this spill. He said, I'm going to get three appraisals done. And I said, well, you're going to give us the highest one. He said, we always give the low one. I said, we ain't y'all. <laughs> so he got his appraisals. We went and had to land a long time. He got his appraisals. And he come back. And he said, 556000 I said, it's for sale. What was God doing? Giving a creative idea to get us debt free. Somebody in here better listen to the Holy Ghost. God's going to give you creative ideas that's going to bless you, your family, the kingdom, the church, and you're going to be amazed what God's going to do. It's going to be uncommon. It's going to be unusual. How many is ready to let God just run over you with a blessing? But you got to know, and we are debt-free now. Thank God we don't owe nobody nothing but love. The second thing that I want you to jot down, there's only three of them, and I'm, I'm moving faster. Understand living the new way of living. Understand living the new way of living. Go to Galatians chapter 3, Galatians chapter 3, and I want to give this real quick because I want you to look at it next week and the next week and the next week because this is what God said. I'm going to offer to you a new way of living. Verse 13, Paul said in Galatians chapter 3, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law. Somebody say, it's already done. He said, he hath redeemed us. Somebody say, I am redeemed. Come on, say it with authority. I am redeemed. He said, he redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is every one that hangeth on a tree. That the blessing, somebody say that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. Somebody say, that's me. Through Jesus Christ, the anointed one, and his anointing, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Somebody say, through faith. Verse 29, and if you be Christ, the anointed one, and his anointing, then are you Abram, Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Somebody say, I'm an heir according to the promise. Now what that means is you got delivered and you got blessed. And if you'll read about Genesis 14, 15, 16, you're going to find out Abraham was not poor. Abraham was blessed when others were not being blessed. 
it went down to Isaac. Isaac was blessed when others were not blessed. Matter of fact, said God blessed him even in famine, had so much blessings till the leader of the country got jealous of him. Somebody's got to know God is about to bless you so much as you give yourself to the kingdom of God, you give yourself to the church of Jesus Christ, and you say yes to God, God's going to make a way where there is no way. God's going to take you into a level of living that some of you have never tasted of. God's going to take you into a level of blessings and blessings and blessings that you've never, ever tasted of. So it's important for you to understand, redemption to me is a big word. If I say I'm redeemed, I'm redeemed. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. What happens, the devil will stop you from saying so. I challenge some of you just open your mouth again. There's a black man I love to hear preach. His name is Bill Winston. He's from Chicago. He's a great teacher. I heard him teaching the other day, and he said what 2020 did is they tried to put a mask on everybody's mouth, and God said we have to say what He says. Now, some of y'all look at me funny. If you feel good wearing a mask, wear that stupid mask. That's fine. I found out from Pastor Matt, he can wear one, put his cap on, people don't even know who he is. I hadn't thought of that. That's a new wrinkle. Get my black Stetson, put my black mask on. But listen to me. Take time every day to say out loud, I am redeemed. The curse is broken. The blessing's coming. Oh, come on, church. You've got to get in a position where you understand, I'm blessed because I'm doing what somebody preached and taught me to do. So I'm blessed, I'm debt-free, I'm healthy because I'm saying what God said. But anyway, Bill Winston said this. He said, I'm reading this book of this woman, some high-browed woman, and he said she's a knows all about the inner workings of your body. I was telling Apostle Fabian, he said, oh, yeah, I know about that book. He said, I thought, you're reading that? I might well go buy that book. But he said, Bill Winston said, what you say tells your body how to react. If you say, I'm retiring your body starts shutting down. You know, I always said to people, why do retired people die in five years? They work their whole life, and then they retire. Five years later, we're doing a funeral for them. And he said, because that lady said it tells your body, what you doing now, brother? I'm retired. What you doing, brother? I'm retired. You say that a hundred times a week, your body starts shutting down. So if somebody say, how are you doing? I don't care if, you, if you're not working right now. Say, I'm being refired. 
What are you doing? I'm being refired. Well, what are you doing? I'm being refired. Good things are coming to me. New things are coming to me. Come on, somebody. Isaiah 43, 18, 19 said God's about to do a new thing in your life anyway. He's going to take the hard places and make them easy. Crooked places make them straight. The barren places and make them fruitful. It's time we say what God says. Somebody say, I'm happy, blessed, and my best days are ahead of me. Number three. Right, number three then. Being awakened to your new identity in Christ changes everything. It changes everything. When I suddenly realize, man of God, let me tell you something. The fingerprints of Jesus are all over your future. It can't be bad when God's already put his fingerprints on everything you're putting your hand to. Don't listen to negative news or negative friends. Disconnect from toxic people. One of the best things I ever learned to do was pucker up and kiss them goodbye. That's deep theology, but it brought great peace to me. Some people are toxic. They're not going to change. They want to give you hell. So you need to get your puckering lips up. 2021 is a good year to pucker. And kiss some folks goodbye. That's doing nothing but draining you, pulling you down, saying, you still going over there to that church? Goodbye. See ya. You've got to disconnect from some people. And I'm so thankful somebody took time when I was in a crisis to look me in the eye and say to me, Coy, you need to get rid of some people. There's some people needs to leave your life. If I call some of them name, you say, well, oh, I know that person. Just because their name is in the lights, doesn't mean you're supposed to be connected. See, I, I purposely want to do his purpose more than please people. I do. I want to please God. I want God to say to me, I love what you're doing. I'm going to bless what you're doing. I don't want to do something and say, God bless it. I just want to hear him and obey him. And I want you to believe this is your time. I want you to believe. I don't want to leave this conference with one doubt in your mind. This is your time. Would you stand with me? God, I feel the anointing. Just bow your heads, please. Just stand and bow your head. I just got to obey the Holy Spirit. I just got to obey Him. Oh, hallelujah. I heard the Holy Spirit as I was coming to the close. Say, there's some great people 
in this room that need to get some stuff, things, people out of your life. Some things that you know God's already spoken to you. Thank you, Lord. God's already talked to you about this. You're getting rid of some of these things and some of these people that's trying to pull you down. Well, your heads are bowed, your eyes are closed. I'm not going to beg you. I'm going to count three. If you want my prayer for you for this tonight, God's about to set you free. Are you ready? One, two, three. Hold it up. All over the room. All over the room. I want everybody to slip both hands up. Father, we make this declaration and decree in Jesus' name over these great people here on this Friday night. The house is so full of hungry people. Lord, I'm so thankful for what you're doing right now. I break the curse off of their life. I break the negativity from their relationships. God, break that thing off of them. I break some things they should not be connected to. I break it off of their life in the name of Jesus. And I decree they're going to walk and live in dominion. They will not be trapped. They will not be under some bondage. They are free. And I decree in Jesus' name, you're free. Just slip your hands up now and say, Thank you, Lord, I'm free. Thank you, Lord, I'm free. I thank you, Lord, I'm being somebody's being healed of a wound in your heart that has hurt you from somebody you loved and they hurt you. Just let God heal it right now. There's a healing balm in the room. There's a special anointing for the healing of, of your brokenness right now. In Jesus' name. Lord, I see this people taking new territory. I see this people getting promotions. I see them headed into new dominion. I see them taking new ground. I see them and their families being blessed. Blessed. I speak it over their life. Lord, I thank you for believers that's going to walk in victory. In Jesus' name.